This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, March 3rd, brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Vilsack on the issues. How USDA staffing impacts climate policy. And can Democrats wrap up a stimulus bill? Vilsack's goal, address impact of racism. In an interview with AgriPulse, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said he's open to helping aspiring black farmers acquire the acreage they need by tapping federal land holdings. Vilsack made clear that his goal as secretary is to address the impact of a legacy of discrimination against minority farmers. It's no longer an issue of just compensating producers who were the victims of discrimination themselves. Take note, in an AgriPulse analysis of nearly $24 billion in coronavirus food assistance program payments shows how they have been distributed far more widely than traditional forms of government farm assistance. Still, half the money has gone to 5% of the recipients. We'll have a lot more on that CFAP analysis, plus a report on our interview with Vilsack at our weekly newsletter at agripulse.com today. We also begin a series looking at lessons learned from the COVID-19 pandemic. We start with rural broadband. Vilsack on climate. It's not just the money. In our interview, Vilsack indicated the administration is prepared to ask Congress to significantly increase spending for conservation programs if it's clear the money is needed to combat climate change. But he's concerned USDA staffing challenges around the country could limit the department's ability to expand the programs. Conservation programs can be directed in creative ways to support climate-smart agricultural regenerative practices. We need to use them in that way and to the extent that we can convince Congress that there's a need for additional resources, we should be prepared to make that case, Vilsack said. But he added, we don't want the resources to outpace the capacity of our personnel to handle the resources. It's not just about the money. It's about the people. Vilsack worried about rural vaccinations. Vilsack is worried that rural Americans aren't getting the COVID-19 vaccine at the rate that is needed to stop the spread of the virus. In a recent poll, nearly 3 in 10 rural residents said they would either definitely not get vaccinated or would do so only if required. If we don't get a majority of us vaccinated, it's just going to continue to cripple our efforts at a lot of different areas, Vilsack said. We'll have more Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Broadband pushed as Democrats look to pass stimulus. 
The Senate could take up as early as today the House-passed $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill that includes minority farmer debt relief and billions in new aid for the food supply chain. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, a New York Democrat, told reporters yesterday afternoon that he has the votes to pass the bill. Senator Angus King, an independent from Maine, has made a late push this week to get funding for rural broadband included. King says $50 billion is needed, but it told reporters on Monday evening that he was open to splitting funding between this bill and a future infrastructure measure. It wasn't clear yesterday that King's idea was going anywhere, though Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat, told AgriPulse that broadband funding is something she would, quote, absolutely support. The COVID crisis has shown us whether it's children in school, telemedicine, or small businesses trying to operate, we have to have comprehensive high-speed Internet across the country, she said. Farmers see increase in alternative proteins. A majority of farmers see sales of alternative protein growing in coming years. According to the monthly Purdue University CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, 55% of farmers surveyed expect meat and dairy alternatives to take 10% of the protein market. The farmers also were asked what the impact on farm income would be if plant-based alternatives captured as much as 25% of protein sales. About 4 in 10 farmers said they would expect farm income to decline at least 10%. By the way, the survey indicates farmers remain bullish in the short term on the farm economy. February's current conditions index value of 200 was near its all-time high. EPW mulling two top Enviro nominees. The Senate Environment and Public Works Committee is hearing more about the Biden administration's environmental priorities. Think climate change at a hearing today featuring nominees for chair of the Council on Environmental Quality and the deputy administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency. Brenda Mallory is the administration's choice for CEQ. She currently is Director of Regulatory Policy at Southern Environmental Law Center and was a counsel to CEO during the Obama administration. Janet McCabe is the Deputy Administrator nominee. Now an Indiana University professor, McCabe served as the agency's Acting Assistant Administrator for the Office of Air and Radiation during the Obama administration. Now take note. Neera Tandon uh, yesterday asked President Biden to withdraw her nomination to head the all-important Office of Management and Budget. It was clear Tandon did not have the votes. Grassley supportive of Ty for USTR. Unless Catherine Ty says something crazy in a written submission to the Senate Finance Committee, she will get the support of Iowa GOP Senator Chuck Grassley, a member of the panel that held a hearing last week on her nomination to be the next U.S. Trade Representative. Grassley praised Ty's previous work as an advisor to the House Ways and Means Committee, stressing he had, quote, nothing but good things to say about her work that intersected with the committee when Grassley was chair. 
But Pennsylvania Senator Pat Toomey, another committee Republican, had some critical words for Ty during her testimony at the hearing last week. Ty refused to confirm that she would support hypothetical free trade agreement with no tariffs, quotas, or trade barriers. Toomey said her answer worried him about her goals in future negotiations. Senators call on ITC to rule against harm from phosphate imports. Kansas Senator Jerry Moran and 10 of his GOP colleagues are urging the International Trade Commission not to impose countervailing duties on phosphate fertilizer imports from Morocco and Russia. The imposition of duties or phosphate fertilizers would result not only on higher input costs for U.S. farmers, but also potentially limit their options for applying necessary crop inputs, the senators say in a letter to ITC Chairman Jason Kearns. The ITC is weighing claims that domestic producers are being harmed from subsidized imports and that a decision is expected this month. Here's today's He Said It. It is hard to think of anything that would do more damage to our foreign policy and diplomacy than me doing that. That's Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, a musician who posted his recorded music online, responding to a suggestion by Hillary Clinton that he jam with other foreign ministers around the world and even have a public performance on the eighth floor of the State Department where we do all of the entertaining. Blinken joined Clinton on the latest episode of her podcast that was aired on Tuesday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, March 3rd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.